0: back to lonely town a killer's podcast we're excited to have you with us today and also jimmy i have to thank you we got our uh, victim card i'm officially a victim we got the cards from uh from previous guests matt and sophie yeah thanks so for sending those across the across the ocean i like to say pond because it gives me a giggle
1: (laughs) thanks for sending those to spanish fork across across the lake from England to Spanish Fork, not a lot of stuff comes that way.
0: Well, it's a magical time of year, Jimmy. And because of that, I had to dive into Don't Waste Your Wishes, the Christmas album. We're going to be posting in December a couple of Christmas
1: Christmas song episodes and uh, hopefully a really great interview. Hopefully it'll help you get in the Christmas spirit. And uh, it's the only time of year that we can cover these songs. So we probably normally wouldn't cover this album, but
0: now's the perfect time to do it. It is a perfect time to do it, and uh, you were just telling me before the interview that you're not a big Christmas fan, uh, Christmas song fan. Traditional uh, Christmas songs aren't necessarily on your on your playlist. It sounds like not usually, no. I kind of get into it for just a bit, but there's only so many times you can hear uh, about like how many French Hens people get, or <laughs> or things like that, or you know, uh, you can only hear uh, I don't know the same songs over and over that get played so much, so. I do like the Killers' album um, for the for the purpose that it's kind of not your traditional Christmas songs. They didn't just do a bunch of covers of things that we've already heard, which usually yeah. uh, is what happens with bands. They'll do a Christmas album and it's White Christmas and uh, you know Winter Wonderland and Jingle Bell Rock or something like that. And uh, at least the Killers, um, when they made this album, I guess it wasn't necessarily an album. They were doing a song release a year for. Uh, The Red Campaign, and then they uh, compiled that into an album. Which, if you can find or get your hands on, it's pretty hard to come by. So it's a pretty good collectible uh, for for you uh, people out there that didn't know that. I don't know Um, if you find it, snag it up because even if you don't want it, it's uh, it's worth a pretty penny on the second second hand market.
1: Yeah. So this started. The song started in 2006 was the first release, and uh, they went through 2016. So there's 11 songs on the album. And we're going to cover a couple of them this month. So first, we're going to talk about boots.
0: So I I have a pair of boots. (laughs) As do I. I got some still-towers. It's (laughs) the same. Uh, I don't think a lot of people... I don't know. I say a lot of people, but I don't know what the true ratio is. Uh, But when it comes wintertime and stuff, the Killers are based out of uh, Las Vegas. And, uh, you know, there's songs on the album about Christmas in L.A. and different things. So, there's certain parts of the world and of the country that don't really have to deal with snow or or uh, interact with it a lot. But growing up, I'm not a big fan of snow right now. <laughs> like, I like it up in the mountains. It looks nice. It's a change of scenery. But everything gets cold. It gets dark early. Uh, the roads get icy. I was driving to work the other the other morning. And, it, you know, it's just kind of a mess. People skid out or follow too closely and get in wrecks. But as a kid, it was kind of a carefree a time that you knew Christmas was on its way. It starts snowing. It's almost a magical thing that happens. And I don't know uh, that a lot of people have had the same experiences that those of us who live in places where it snows have had those experiences with that tying into Christmas. And with this song, we'll get into it, but one of the things that came to my mind is this song isn't about Las Vegas or growing up in the desert, which you know a lot of the early killers has been, but it relates to me of this was in Utah. So it's going back to... Uh, kind of before Pressure Machine and all that came out, we started the podcast. We try to find any glimpse of, <laughs> of not, uh, not Vegas and Utah ties or Nephi ties. And the story that goes on here is obviously not taking place in Las Vegas, Nevada. And uh, the stomping the boots part and all that is directly relating to somebody that grew up around you know snow in the wintertime before you come inside the whole thing. And so uh, one of the reasons I really like this song, not only does it paint uh, a pretty vivid and good picture and tell a story, but it's because uh, it does relate to, uh, again, my experiences growing up uh, around Christmas time.
1: A lot of people in other parts of the world might not be able to relate to a song about the snow. It it reminded me of a funny story from high school. Uh, you got to love high school stories, right? Uh, That perked me right up. So right now the Killers are in Australia on tour and in New Zealand. And when we were in high school, there were... Quite a few exchange students that came from other countries, luckily to come to Nephi of all places, and get the high school experience of of Jewab High School. And one of the girls uh, that was living in Nephi from Australia, I remember the first time it snowed while she was was there, we were in art class in this room that has a lot of big windows facing outside, and it started snowing and the wind was blowing the snow, and she looked outside and she said, it's snowing sideways! I'll never
0: forget that cri-
1: seeing this girl see snow for the first time and seeing it blow sideways. She didn't uh,
0: give you a cry key or anything no. like that. Well, I don't know uh, if this is the same for you or if it's just me. I don't know if it's because I'm listening to the song and the lyrics intently because I know I'm going to have to come do a podcast with you and break it down, <laughs> or if it's just how it is. But I think uh, Brandon's writing style and uh, in this song, but it's been a lot of the other songs I'm most too. He paints a pretty vivid picture. And he tells a pretty good story. Like, I, I love Eddie Vedder and I love Pearl Jam and I love some of that early 90s grunge and stuff. Uh, but, you know, he, I can decipher lyrics for, <laughs> for anything and I don't know what the song's about, but I know how it makes me feel inside and sometimes it's sad and sometimes it's, you know, get some aggression out or, or whatever. Uh, not, not the same with The Killers, um, especially not with this song. I think Brandon paints a, just a, a lovely picture of, it starts off, you know, with the uh, wonderful life clip um i don't know if that's the same on the album i cheated i just listened to him on youtube so i got the (laughs) videos Uh, but it has that uh, that clip of uh, it's a wonderful life but then it starts off with you know this little story kind of going uh but when it kicks into he can see his mother in the kitchen father on the floor watching television it's a wonderful life cinnamon candles burning snowball fights outside Smile, smile below each nose and above each chin. I can't even read it, but he can sing all this. And uh stops my boots before I go back in. Like, just that right there could be a... It could be, like, some sort of a poem or something like Like, it could be a published uh, work of, like, literacy. <laughs> and uh, that's not always the case with things, I don't think. I think, you know, you kind of get... um Ooh, baby, I did it again. Oops, I did it again. And like the lyrics, you know, and you get a little beat and you get kind of the same lyric over and over. So haters gonna hate, hate,
1: hate, 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 Derek.
0: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And uh congratulations to to Ben for winning the lottery for uh he's gonna go see Taylor Swift. Oh so nice, lucky. Yeah, I, I, uh, I had lunch with him the other day and we caught up on a few things. So congratulations to Ben. We might have to talk to you about Springsteen again someday. But yeah, so I'm I'm just seeing that and I can visualize everything that he's saying, and I don't know if it's because he writes it so great and eloquently, or if it's because I can perceive it in my vision and memories of, I remember those kind of things where, you know, you come inside and kind of have that cinnamony candle smell for, for Christmas. You know, the television might be on my mom's in the kitchen, you know, my dad might be watching television. I'm just going to repeat everything I just said, but you you get that uh, picture in your head of the story. And, again, to, to link it back to, to our previous episodes and stuff, um, if this is autobiographical, I think for some uh, reason it kind of has to almost be because he's sharing an experience about growing up in a place where it snowed and how you come inside and, and what's going on outside. Uh, again, I think this goes back to Nephi, where his mom's in the kitchen. Uh, there's probably people out in front of the annex having a snowball fight. And, you know, dad's inside watching TV. It's wonderful life's on. It's Christmas time. You get those Christmas smells going on and it just kind of makes me feel all warm and fuzzy inside, a little nostalgic of, of Christmas.
1: Yeah, that part where he ta- where he says it's a wonderful life after he's just explained what his parents are doing. I think about what Clint said when we interviewed him a long time ago, Clint Markland. When we interviewed Clint, he talked about Pressure Machine and the part where he says Jiminy Cricket and Power Wheels and Memories of Happy Meals. He talked about how, to him, he doesn't think of Happy Meals from McDonald's, he thinks about happy meals with his family around the dinner table. And I thought the same thing with this lyric in Boots where he says, you know, my mom's in the kitchen, my dad's watching TV. It's a wonderful life. You know, the same thing he said about, about Boy and how he realized how having, you know, he had two loving parents that was a white arrow for him. And, you know, he's not just, I don't I don't think he's just talking about the
0: movie. He's talking about how good of a life he had growing up. Yeah, and then... I do. I do agree with that. And I do like the double uh, meaning of, of, you know, a wonderful life it could just be the movie going on on the TV or it could be the moment that he's living in or that he's re- reminiscing about of what a wonderful life. I don't understand uh, this, but it's the title of the, the album, so I think there's significance to it uh, where he says, I wasted my wishes on Saturday nights. Boy, what I would give for just one more. I could come up with plenty of ideas of what it could mean, but I don't. I don't really know if that's you know not, not staying around your family, and going out on Saturday nights doing whatever kids do, or if it was just you know memories of, of being with your family during that time and not uh, fully appreciating it. If it has to do with uh, you know losing people in the family and stuff, what you'd give for just one more. Uh, moment with those people, but I think there's definitely some significance there because uh, he went on to title the album, you know, Don't Waste Your Wishes.
1: You ready for my grand theory? Uh, yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> all right. The... Well, this this lyric is the the crux of my theory that we'll talk about on all these songs that we're going to talk about from the Christmas album that all relate to biblical characters. So we're going to talk about Joseph, Better You Than Me, which is obviously about Joseph. And for me, this one's about the prodigal son. And part of the reason I think, I think of it that way, I think ties into the music video, which shows a homeless guy who kind of comes to himself and realizes he wants to get his act together and, and go back with his family. And he starts singing on the street. So the, where the song says, wasted my wishes, so happy they found me, love was all around me, stopped my boots before I go back in. Just to me, it sounds like he went away somewhere Realized he had wasted his wishes, you know, just like the prodigal son had wasted his inheritance and then makes his
0: way back home. So that's my theory. I'm sticking to it. It's a better one than I had. So, nah, that's, that's good. And we know that he's went on to write other songs about the prodigal son. Yep. So that might be something that just uh, got in his mind. Uh, we know sometimes there's themes to what Brandon seems to write. Yeah, Fire and Bone definitely has the same uh, same kind of
1: imagery of the, the prodigal son.
0: Uh, for those of you that aren't aware, I guess this is one reason I want to do boots is uh I remember growing up and kids were p- little pranksters and I'd fall for it sometimes probably not but you'd pretend to sometimes you remember uh there'd be slush around so it snows it doesn't snow like constantly it will be like one big snowstorm and then you got snow on the ground cuz it it's still cold cold outside but people would walk back and forth and it creates kind of a slush and uh people would be in their boots And they'd kind of like gather it around with their feet, the slush. And somebody would say, oh, there's a mouse or something over here. Something stupid like that. And the kids would come over to look because who doesn't want to see a mouse? And then they'd like stomp on it. And the slush would go all over and get people wet and stuff like that. Do you remember that at all?
1: I know, I know.
0: You probably hung around with uh, better people than me or you didn't fall for it. That was one of the things that came to my mind. Just a memory of growing up and, and boots and slush and that kind of thing. But another thing is uh, after you do have your winter boots and you go outside and you're in the snow and you're coming back to the house, much like yeah, if it's muddy or something outside, you'll take them off or your mom will get mad at you or whatever. Uh, so when you'd wear boots and be coming back in from the snow, you would. You stomp your your feet because that knocks off all the uh, snow and excess snow and pant leg and you kind of shake it off so that you don't go in your house and leave puddles and a mess that somebody's going to have to mop up and, and stuff. So... It's a very good visual. Uh, if you've never been in and around snow, you probably wouldn't get that. But for whatever reason, for uh, me, that was something that rang of, of Nephi of Utah and of early uh, Brandon childhood, which relate to early Derek childhood. And I thought, same-sies.
1: <laughs> we're twinners.
0: <laughs> we got that in common. Do you remember
1: ever having a snow day where we didn't, they canceled school because of, there were too much snow? No. I don't remember that either. I don't remember that either.
0: Like, no. Well, the problem was, even if there was too much snow, our our town was so small that, uh, I mean, you could walk. Not that you'd want to walk in a blizzard, but most people had, like, ATV-type things or or four-wheelers or snowmobiles. So, I'm sure they could have got there had they wanted to, a majority of people. Or we could have risked life and limb and went out and drove and and got there because it was, you know, two, three minutes away, max, in in good weather. So, maybe ten minutes and bad well, as I look back on the lyrics of the song, it's
1: interesting. They de- it doesn't really ever mention Christmas. It's more of a winter song than a Christmas song. It talks about Chris, or, uh, cinnamon candles. and it, it can't be about Nephi, though, because the third line says, Silent night for a change. <laughs> so unless he's talking about turmoil at home,
0: Nephi wasn't ever a loud place. It was never true. a loud
1: night. But... Well, even no
0: more trouble in this town. I mean... If I wasn't not full, Nephi wasn't not full of that, but it was a wintry song, it was a wintry song no, 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 about no, a cold I'll place. I'll cut this
1: part out because it's definitely about Nephi.
0: Well, that first part, maybe that's where he's overlooking <laughs> Vegas and they have to get out of that town. They go back up to Nephi where where it's uh, nice and cold. I don't no
1: know. more trouble in this town because I'm, no, I'm headed back to back where to my, to my mom and dad are.
0: <laughs> yeah, I I don't know. I thought the cinnamon candles did say something about Christmas. You're right. Well, it was on the Christmas lyric. Oh, it's, uh, a, wonderful
1: li- it's a wonderful life. There's another that's a Christmas. That's a Christmas movie. Well, it talks about New Year. Where is it? Brand new year coming up ahead. So yeah, okay. Yeah. It's December. It's a December song for it's, sure. It's Christmas It Doesn't say Christmas,
0: but it's about that time of year. You can yeah. listen to it because it's not a Christmas song. <laughs> I think uh, I think a lot. So I I don't talk to a lot of people about the podcast or about um, the killers like around like yeah people I know. Like if people online want to talk to me, that's cool. Or if we get emails, or, or there's a few people I'll say. They'll say who you've been talking to or whatever, but for the most part, it's just kind of like family, you, maybe some friends every now and again. But for the most part, the wide wider vast people, we don't really just go out and say, "Hey, you, you listen to the show?" Um, no, know they're
1: not our target audience, if they, they're not interested, if they're not from Nephi and they didn't, they don't like the Killers. Yeah, why, would they, why would they listen?
0: Uh, but I have had a few conversations about people that like the song "Boots" mm-hmm. from the Killers. And it must come up somehow that they know I do the podcast or something because they wouldn't just say, hey, you know what song I really like or something like that. But uh, with everything on the Christmas album, I've had uh, a few people that really, really enjoy the song. Um, well, I've listened to it. I, I like it. Uh, maybe because it's not overly Christmassy. Kind of like are saying, is it even a Christmas song? It's more of just a winter a winter wonderland type. Uh, but Happy Holidays. Happy, ho- happy Holidays. But, yeah, so I, I don't know. It's got good reviews as far as I know. I've had people come up and tell me they like it. I haven't had that about other songs, um, even, like, ones on Pressure Machine. So. Nobody likes Mr. Brightside around here, but they love boots. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're Brightside Town. <laughs> that is another episode down from Lonely Town.